This is the Busy Blokes Podcast with Jake Batrick and Christian Huggins. Hello and welcome to episode five of the Busy Blokes Podcast. My name is Jake Batrick. I'm a busy guy. With me is my co-host, health coach extraordinaire, Christian Huggins. How are you, mate? Bato, I'm busier than a vampire at blood bank. How are you, buddy? <laughs> yeah, I'm under the hammer, fella. Under the pump. Yeah. So this podcast is all about providing you busy folk with health hacks, tricks and tips that'll have you feeling healthier, happier and stronger than ever. So, Bado, we're officially four weeks down. So, just cracking that month. We're a month into the uh, the old measurements. How are we going with the? Uh, how are we going with the good, better, best goals? And how'd you go this past week? Very good, very good, very good. Uh, nice. Weigh in, nice little seven hundred gram loss this week. Hey, yes. So, ne- nearly cracking that kind of kilo a week. Correct. Yep. Yep. So and we're nearly. So we're at one point eight kilos overall in the past four weeks. That's on yep. average around five hundred grams. And if you Correct. can remember that first week, you forgot you were doing <laughs> this. <laughs> Genuinely. So you did nothing. <laughs> pretty much. Genuinely forgot. Yeah. Um. So yeah, ninety eight point two kilos. Nice. Which nice. is um. It's like every second week we're getting closer to that whole number. So like going under the ninety eight or the ninety nine, yep. and we're so close to going under the ninety eight. So I'm super get excited, excited <laughs> to get into next week and get under that again. Well, those mini milestones is what you're yeah. aiming for, isn't it? It's a little bit exciting each time you kind of crack a number, or mm. you know, you just you, you see or feel these changes. So you know, obviously the the number between your feet is an easy way to measure progress, but yeah. is there anything else you're kind of noticing? It's, yeah, yeah. So this is the actually the first week where I've noticed my body looking different. Ooh, so just in the mirror? In the mirror, yeah. front on. Mm. Yeah, not so much side on yet, but that's all right. We're getting there. <laughs> getting there. <laughs> front on, my big broad chest is looking, oh. I don't know, it's almost like it's lifted a little bit and it's, yep. it's okay. uh, looking a bit, bit wider and, and nicer. Which so, is very interesting because a lot of people, when they go on their little health, kicks and stuff like that it's often it's quite hard for them to notice changes in the mirror yeah and sometimes it takes a family friend or someone they haven't seen in a month or two months to be like oh wow you're looking good and they're like yeah. oh i didn't hadn't really noticed because you see yourself in the mirror pretty much every single day when Correct. you're brushing your teeth and get out of the shower but it's interesting that you're already kind of noticing these changes physically in the mirror which i guess is just really adding to the excitement and the motivation for it's you. very fun yeah. it's <laughs> very fun it's very fun i know last week we spoke about it was quite a, a dense food week for you. Yeah. Yep. So this week we, that was a big focus to try and be less dense and um, <laughs> the Brussels sprouts made a comeback. <laughs> so Brussels sprouts 2.0. Mate. We, yep. we spoke about earlier on in the season that I had tried Brussels sprouts for the first time, but that was courtesy of my partner buying and cooking them. But big milestone this week, I actually went and bought myself <laughs> Brussels sprouts. <laughs> just wins across the board. And if you told me I was going to do that at the start of this, I would have said, you crazy. Slap me upside down. You're crazy. Yeah. So head to the Health Coach Christian cookbook. Check out the buttery potato Brussels sprouts and steak. Oh, Mate, one of my favorites. Simple. Unbelievable. Yep. Just a bit of butter. <laughs> just a bit of butter, a <laughs> bit of steak, and a bit of brussy. What more could you want? Yeah. Gar- throw some bit garlic, of garlic, salt, pepper, bang in the oven. Yeah. Hooroo. Sorted. Away sorted. you go. And what's cool, I guess, um, and I hope the listeners are kind of picking up on all this, and mm. we've spoken about this off air, but it doesn't feel like you've overthrown your entire life to reach these uh, mini milestones of cracking the 100, then cracking the 99, and seeing this change in your chest in the mirror. Like, does it feel like you've literally upthrown and upended your whole life? Or Not at all. It's like once you get your head around what you're buying at the shops mm. and, and those smaller changes um, – 
and working out rather than buying takeaway on a Friday night. Yeah. Um, just cooking. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. cooking on a Friday night and and hopefully that, that meal lasts you into the weekend for a meal or two as well. Like you just, just subtle little changes here. Subtle, and there. subtle, easy little changes. I because like I was really worried about my longevity in mm. this project, but it's genuinely, man, the magic's working. Like it's <laughs> <laughs> These things are like I'm. I don't want to say I'm not trying because I am trying, and it and there's a lot of thought going into yeah, it. But yeah. it almost feels like I'm not trying. Like that's how that's how easy this is. Well, that's being. the whole point of the podcast, Correct. right? And I'm sure I'm kind of surprising you here and there when I'm giving you these tips and tricks or these hacks. But that is these are the magic pills that everyone's searching for. Yeah. <laughs> they want the supplement they can take, but you know, just eat some brussies. Yeah, and <laughs> get your steps up, and you're halfway there. Correct. And just on that, the ease of it. it Got to the point where, so so we had a, uh, my partner and I went to a concert on the weekend. So I've had this celebration, another birthday celebration, continues. more drinkies. Yeah. Like, so I'm still having heaps of fun. Uh, on the Sunday, I was just on the couch feeling, I felt definitely a lot worse <laughs> in terms of hungover, hangovers, but I, I was a little dusty and I was watching the footy and it was quarter time and I thought, Gee, I might just I might just get on the floor here and do do a bit of workout A eh, from <laughs> from the from the exercises and yeah, got the blood going and immediately oh, nice. felt better. So that was bizarre in itself. Yeah. <laughs> old Jake would never have even contemplated getting off that couch. You just after. would have been late lying Correct. back, just playing snake on your phone. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Breathing heavily. Yeah. And then you've gotten uh, you know, you just got the blood flowing bit of active recovery, probably boosted your energy a little bit, yeah. probably boosted the recovery from the the, dr the drinks or the alcohol Correct. that was still running through your system as well. So, whoa, yeah. surprising. So, so if anyone has listened to this podcast and has got through to episode five and hasn't and has thought about trying their own, starting their own journey, just do it. Like, Yeah. You won't just, look back, eh? Honestly, mm -hmm. it's it's been one of the best things I've ever done. So, And we're just in the beginning stages. This is it, man. Yeah. Um, gee, I've... I've heard we're in for a bit of a treat this week. <laughs> there's, a, there's a secret that I'm going to let everyone in on. It's a little known secret that I've been holding dear to my chest um, that I'm going to be... Uh, Cryptic. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be imparting on you and the listeners uh, today, but it's probably the one of the most longevity-boosting lifestyle strategies that you can implement into your life that Ooh. I think everyone should. Okay. Oh, I can't wait. Well, if you can... Hang around for this next sting. We'll get stuck into it. <laughs> Let's dig in. Alrighty, the cheese meister with the quote strikes again. Carol Welch with this beauty. Movement is a medicine for creating change in a person's physical, emotional, and mental state. So that's so many people think that so many people think that physical activity is the only way to kind of change their body. I want to get fit and healthy, but it changes much, much more than just the way that you look, like the way that your hormones regulate, the way that you feel, like your mood, like all those things get positively affected when you when you move your body. That really sings out to me for... So I've recently got back into footy. Mm. We spoke about my knee injury when I was 22. I did that playing footy. It was like right at the end of uni, just before I started, you know, my professional career. Yep. And I hadn't been back to footy since. And it was about a couple of years ago where I sort of noticed that there was a, a void. Something missing. Something missing. And um, otherwise life is just go to work, come home, go to bed, Sleep. eat, yeah, go to work again, right? Yep. You need you need that extra hobby something, something. or whatever it is, something fun. So 
yeah, this year I recently got into footy, um, not playing but coaching, but, you know, it means kicking the footy twice a week or three times a week. Going for a jog around the oval, yeah. getting the ball up. Yeah. Get, getting, you know, banter, all that, all that, all those fun things that, that come with, you know, a, a team sport environment. And it's been so good. And you feel good. Yeah. You feel good after after going to footy. Now, that's slightly different activity to what we'll be talking about yeah. soon, but it's really cool to actually pinpoint exactly what physical movement and what things you do in life that make you feel good. When you look at Australia in particular, there was a national health survey back in 2017-18, and they came up with the 10 most common chronic conditions affecting Australians. So I'll list these in order. I won't read out like the percentages and stuff like that. I'll read out the first percentage, but the first one is mental and behavioral conditions, and that's 4.8 million people at 20%. Then it goes down to back problems. So the second leading cause of doctor's visits is, is back problems. You've got arthritis, asthma, diabetes, heart stroke and vascular disease, osteoporosis, COPD, cancer, and kidney disease. Those are the 10 most chronic conditions. But what's interesting about all of these chronic conditions is that movement or physical activity, it's nothing like not a CrossFit workout or anything like that. It's just like low-level physical activity can help mitigate the effects or the symptoms of these chronic conditions and even delay the onset of wow. these chronic conditions. So when we talk about that sort of physical movement, is it literally anything? Literally, yeah. So the World Health Organization defines physical activity as any bodily movement produced by the skeletal muscles that requires expenditure. So pretty much any movement counts, essentially. So it's just not sitting idly on plonk down on the couch. So this is almost like getting back to week one's action steps where just making sure you do that extra 10-minute walk a day. Yeah. it's it's We're sort of building on that now, hey? Definitely building upon that. Um, and today we're going to talk about this little-known kind of secret known as NEAT and just all the ways and all the little tips and tricks and hacks that you can kind of move your body just a little bit more on that day-to-day basis um, because the benefits of physical activity are, you know, innumerable. You've got like it controls your weight, obviously, but lowers blood pressure, improves your quality of sleep. It improves your flexibility and digestion, um, can reduce joint stress and back pain, decrease inflammation around the body. It can improve immune function, which is pertinent in this time of COVID and everything. Yep. Improve your liver health, improve insulin sensitivity, can improve your cognitive function, which is like really something that sings out to me because I just love feeling mentally clear and on the ball, um, which is really important for me in particular. Um, people with type 2 diabetes or pre-diabetic and can help with those yep. um, ailments as well. I think the the one that sings out for me, so maybe nine months before we, we started this project, I, mm. I had a blood test and it came back that I had a fatty liver. Wow. And it was just from my eating and drinking habits yep. and, and not exercising for like five years. So that'll be interesting to see what that comes back like. That'll be, I didn't even know that. Like yeah, this sorry, I just dropped that. <laughs> Huge bombshell. <laughs> bombshell. But this is, <laughs> this is this is the beauty of blood tests, right? Like it's easy to kind of look in the mirror and see I've got my hair sticking up and push that down. Or I've got a pimple, I'll pop that. Or I don't like the way my body looks, I'll start to work out so I can change that. But blood tests show you what's happening under the yeah. hood because we often don't think about those things. But fatty liver disease and the onset of fatty liver disease is actually quite common in Australia, more common than people think. So just, I guess, Bado pointing that out is, yeah. a, is a good reminder to those people to get get your bloods tested every now and then. And even if it just like as a young person, like we're only 29, 30 years old, mm. as a young person, it is nice to get like a snapshot of where you are at that point in time. And whether you're at the start of your fitness journey, like you just said, and you can kind of compare that in 12 months time and see if any all these, yeah. these lifestyle changes are helping you. Or if even you're a healthy person at 29 or 30 years old, get a snapshot of where you're at now. So in five, 10 years time, you can go, oh, I knew where I was back 10 years ago. What can I yeah. do to get back there? 
Is there is there any rhyme or reason into how many blood tests you should get a year, or is it just what you? Some I like annual, but some people like biannual, so every six mm. months. Um, it just depends who you are. Um, the older you get, obviously, the more important it is to get those bloods tested and get your your annual checkups and stuff like that. Just actually, a family dinner the other night, and Mum was laughing because she never gets her blood tests. <laughs> okay. Like, Mum, you're sixty. Like, yeah. <laughs> Even though you're, yeah, just book in. Doesn't take that long. Like, yeah. come on, come on. We're all busy. Yeah, but- <laughs> yeah, we're all flat stick. But you know, this is this is important stuff. But so- yeah, like I said, like something that was really important for me. I think with my like, you know, initially it was to lose the weight. Like that was the very vain reason why I wanted mm. to kind of take charge of my health. But the more I kind of get into it, I think the main benefit that I like um, through all this, I guess, health stuff is how mentally clear I am now and mm. just like a bit, just feeling on the ball, having energy, feeling good like a, on a minute to minute basis rather than just kind of like looking at the way that I look in the mirror. I think the other one for mine too, and is kind of what disappoints me in not starting to do all this sooner is the fact that heart disease runs in my family. Okay. And like I'd never leaned into doing anything about my weight or my physical health, but I always had that at the back of my mind and yeah. I just never really acted on it. And looking back, knowing that's in my family, it, one, it's frightening, yeah. Um, but it's also, you know, now yeah, it's never too late, right? No. It's never too late. I think making sure you know what sort of conditions and risks run mm. through your family before you start doing your own sort of journey like I'm doing is so important. A lot of people wait for that, you know, visit to the doctor's office or those blood test results to mm. be like, oh, now I should start taking because, you know, something scary is about to happen to me or something scary is happening to me. Like yeah. they wait to, this is quote, oh, I love it's the best time to fix the roof is when the sun is shining. Yeah. So why wait till it's pissing down with rain to go, <laughs> oh, we need to fix that hole in the roof. Like you yeah. may as well, while things are good, fix the roof. So while you're in quote unquote good health, like maybe you should start to just like, you know, keep the motor running and take charge of that rather than waiting for that, you know, those doctor, doctor's test results or whatever it might be for you. So what is this neat little thing called neat? This <laughs> neat little thing. How exactly does it help us mitigate all those all those uh, health conditions? Okay, so this is where we get a bit deep in the weeds, um, talking about our metabolism and our energy burn each, each day. So I'm going to talk about a few different kind of numbers here and stuff like that, and then we'll get to the beauty of, of what NEAT provides us. But essentially... Your body is just constantly burning calories or burning energy to, to survive. 100% of your calories burned each day is known as your total daily energy expenditure. Fair enough. Yep. A big whopping 70% of those calories is known as your basal metabolic rate. So 70% of the energy your body burns each day is just to keep you alive. It's like your metabolism, your heart pumping, your cell respiration, your cells dividing, hormone regulation. So yeah, right. 70% of 70%. calories. Yeah. So just lying down on the couch, you could literally have your eyes closed doing nothing and your right. body's just doing that just to keep you alive and kind of humming along. And that's not the takeaway here, is it? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the next uh, portion of your energy expenditure is the thermic effect of food, and that is 10%. So 10% of the energy you use is to break down, like digestion, so to break the food down and to assimilate the nutrients. So that's a still pretty big number. Mm-hmm. The next uh, two most interesting parts are EAT and NEAT. And EAT stands for Exercise Activity Thermogenesis, and that's any and all planned exercise. So that's like I'm going to right. the gym for a workout or I'm going to go shoot hoops or I want to go play a game of soccer or go for a big, you know, 10K cycle or whatever it might be. Yep. But that only attributes to 5% of calories burned each day. Really? 
So, so many people think, oh, to lose weight or to get healthy, I've got to go do these crazy workouts or this exercise regime. But if you do your maths correctly, you'd realize there's around 15% of calorie burn left each day. Yeah. And that's known as non-exercise activity thermogenesis or right. NEAT for NEAT. short. There it is. There it is. And that's any other uh, non-planned exercise. So it's any movement that's not planned exercise. So it could be typing on the computer. It could be twiddling your thumbs. It could be standing in line at the post office. It could be taking the stairs over the escalator. It could be cleaning the house. It could be washing your dishes. So all of this other bodily movement. So so many people think they need to put more work in at the gym to see more results. But what do you do the other 23 hours of the day that you're not at the gym or doing workouts? Yeah. <laughs> Most likely just sitting behind a desk on your, yes. at your desk job or, you know, plonking down into the couch. So there's so much beauty in just moving your body on a day-to-day, hour-to-hour basis um, because there's these pockets of people around the world called centenarians and these pockets are called blue zones. So these blue zones, I think there's around seven of them around the world, but it's like a higher than average portion of the population live to be a hundred years old or older. Oh, wow. So there's yeah. like one in Japan, there's one in Italy, like Sardinia. Um, and there's a couple of other ones around the world, but essentially this guy, this national geographic fellow called Dan Butner, he went around and studied these populations over mm. like 10 year period and came up with like 10 common things amongst all of them. And one of the most notable things was that most of them didn't have a gym membership. They weren't doing like burpees and air squats and all this sort of stuff. But what they did have in common was that they nudged themselves into this general movement or physical activity each day. So they did gardening. They washed their dishes by hand. They might have walked around to their neighbor's house or walked down to the local shop. They might have just gotten to a casual game of soccer or something like that. So these people moved their body on a day-to-day basis rather than being immobile or plonked down into the couch or a chair. So they were just living their best lives. They were just living their best lives. So it's just that natural movement that I'm trying to encourage rather than like, you know, going and signing up for a gym membership or doing some crazy workout or something like that. Like the beauty of 15% of your energy burn each day and metabolism boosting effects of just, you know, getting up and moving around, jiggling what you got. I reckon a lot of people listening to this would have thought that you actually have to really hammer your body in terms of physical activity to really Just lose to the weight. The rewards. No, right. and the, the beauty of NEAT is that it doesn't really require you adding more time to your day. Like you can squeeze in small amounts of movement anytime, any place. So let's get stuck into some NEAT boosting strategies. Oh, eh? yes, please. Nice little treaty. <laughs> All right, Christian, let's get down to the business. <laughs> This week. The business. The first neat boosting strategy that I'm going to recommend, and listeners, it gets a bit interesting after this one. This is just, <laughs> I have yeah. to start with this. We're just easing absolute ourselves yeah. into this first one. Easy. And we've already kind of started ticking it off in, in week one, but it's walking. Like if mm. there's anything that you take from this entire season of the Busy Blokes podcast is yep. just to kind of get your steps up. It's probably one of the most powerful it's the lowest barrier of entry form of physical activity there is. Yeah. Like most people can just get up and walk a few steps. You know what I mean? So just figuring out ways that you can improve your the amount or increase the amount of distance that you're walking each day because it promotes a healthy weight, bad for you, it reduces mm. the risk of coronary heart disease. For yeah. me, it boosts your energy. It uh, inspires creativity. It aids muscle recovery, eases joint pain. Like the list goes on for just bending the knees and getting a few steps up each day. But there's many ways that you can kind of hack your day for just a little bit more of those steppies. Yep. So you can hit the sidewalks for work meetings under the sun or even just pace around the office instead of sitting when taking calls. Parking your car further away from the shops. This is my number one hack to increase yeah, your steps. Right. 
my fiance hates my guts when I do this, <laughs> but I pretty much find the the car parking spot that's like the furthest away. Just park there. You know, you get a couple, few, a few hundred extra steps just by doing yeah. that. Bang. You can set alarms for short walk breaks whilst at work. So like five to 10 minutes every couple of hours, every hour. Uh, you can choose the stairs over the escalator. Massive hack. This is... <laughs> This is one that I could do a lot more yeah. of. Uh, we did it on the way up here, yeah. actually. <laughs> on the way up to record. Because the today. elevator was broken. We were forced to. Yeah. You can wander down to the local supermarket by foot and carry your groceries home. That's a massive one. Walk your kids to school in the morning. Go for a walk after you've eaten a large meal, and that helps aid digestion. Uh, Google cool hiking spots around where you live and go for a bit like a bit of an explore with a friend. Mm. Take your dog for a couple loops at the local park when you get home. Even getting off the bus stop one stop early and walking the rest of the way. Yeah. Um, have a wholesome breakfast and then go for a bit of a longer coastal trek on Saturday morning. So there's different ways you can hack your day and your week just to kind of get those those step numbers up. I love this next one. Play with your kids, brackets or pets. <laughs> Family walks, kicking the footy, balancing yeah. on poles, messing around in the pool playing with your kids on the playground, like all of these things rack up your knee. And nieces and nephews count as well. Yeah. But if you don't have either of those and you do have a pet, mm-hmm. play with your pets and just send us some content and some videos of you playing with your yeah, pets. Yeah, yeah. Send uh, it to be at we may, Works Podcast um, on, on Instagram and let's get uh, get some of the crowd involved. We may or may not repost it, but I just want to see some, <laughs> see some little fluffy some little kittens. boys and girls. Yeah, get some cat toys out, muck around with your kitty, give them a bath yourself even, like, yep. you know, getting down on your hands and knees and kind of washing them around. Um, you can just take your dog down to the beach or the park with a tennis ball. Like all these things help boost that neat percentage and ultimately boosting the quality and the quantity of your life. And there's no excuses anymore either because there's so many of these cool dog parks, like dog-specific play areas mm-hmm. now. Like yep. there's three that have popped up in my suburb yeah, and nice. they're phenomenal. Yep. Great watching too. Even just walk Even down to the dog, dog park. Dog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just go, just go, just go there and just get in your hands. Go and watch everyone else's dogs. <laughs> Just don't steal it. <laughs> um, the next is just stretching more. So we get stuck in these hunched over positions, driving and eating food and working at our desktop. So if we can kind of stretch more and move I'm our I'm doing body. it right now. Yeah, no, that's what <laughs> just looking at me. Um, even just starting your day with five to 10 minutes of stretching or yoga poses or something like that. You can stretch as you watch TV or whilst you work on your computer. So just get that laptop down on the ground. And while mm. you're watching a webinar or a uni lecture or something like that, um, you can try some seated stretches at your desk or two-minute stretch breaks throughout your day. Or I like I like encouraging people to, you know, if you're already watching TV, which a whopping amount of people do each night, yeah, spend like five to ten minutes just foam rolling around or doing a couple stretches just at the beginning of while you're watching it. And it's five to ten minutes of extra movement or activity than you would have done if you'd just gone straight to the couch. So hack your day for more movement, not adding more movement to your day essentially. For me, the big one is watching footy. Yeah. And there's like three massive breaks <laughs> in between the True. games. Yeah. And it's just a perfect time to get on the roller or do a couple of little exercises, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, just breaks it up. You could even like set yourself a little challenge. Every time there's a point, do five squats. Every time there's yeah. a goal, do five push ups. And think about like a game you could get, you know, 100 squats in, like depending yeah. on what's going on. Like, so you can kind of set yourself these little challenges just while you're watching TV. Um, and all the mums out there are going to hate me for this next one, but I'm giving you permission again to start fidgeting. Yeah, right. Yeah, tapping your foot while sitting at your work desk, like bouncing or hopping from one foot to the other while waste, whilst waiting in line at the post office, uh, like balancing on one leg, pacing back and forth when trying to come up with solutions to a problem or even just like doodling or drawing. Yeah. It's all bodily movement. Do you have any of those fidget toys that have made a 
some sort of I've comeback. Confiscated heaps of them at school. <laughs> <laughs> Those damn fidget spinners. Yeah. Uh, Do they work though? It does. You know, potentially uh, take your mind off things and keep it on focused on the one little fidgety right. fidgety yeah. doodad. Eh? So those little toys are more of a focus thing rather than a. It's not yet yeah, to yeah, boost no. your calorie burn. No. <laughs> I wouldn't say that much. Right. That's um, good. It's going to save me some money. That's, but this, that's nice. This next one will definitely um, get that neat, percent, neat percentage up, and that's getting back in the garden. So yard work, another truly, truly powerful way to not only boost your percentage of neat, but like seriously aid in your longevity. Thinking about those blue zones people from before, they're in the garden, they're planting, they're mulching, they're digging up plants, they're pruning, all that sort of stuff. I have a massive gum tree behind my house mm. and every time it's windy, it just drops so many leaves and bits of gum tree all over my backyard. So you're raking? Just, oh, I've got the blower. But I've got a... <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't hey, count. Small steps. Yeah. I've still got to pick them up. I've yeah, still got true. to pick up the, the leaves. So maybe I'll... I'll only blow the, f- the the front half of the house, <laughs> yeah. so I'll, I'll bend down in the back half. Yeah, but like you know, if you like planted some new trees or grow some herbs and chilies or some weeding, even yeah. mowing the lawn, um, buying a large like compost bin from Bunnings or something like that, like all those things help to add to that neat percentage. Perfect. One I'm not particularly good at standing more often, yeah. <laughs> especially with my job. We've got one standing desk yeah. in our office, and it was a massive smash hit when it. Was first. first installed, and now, now everyone's recluse so dusty. Back to the, yeah, <laughs> I love I love standing desks. Like my my one at home is I've got a pretty cool setup, and I'm pretty much just standing all day. But you don't need to stand for you know long periods of time. Mm. I, I guess the thing that I'm trying to get across is like just thinking about changing your position more often. So if you've been sitting for 15 or 20 minutes, like just take a lap around the office or go stand for five or 10 minutes and then come back to your desk or whatever it yeah. might be. And you don't need one of these fancy electronic desks that kind of goes to six foot high or whatever. Yeah. Like just get a stack of books or a stack of boxes or a tall filing cabinet, put your laptop on top of that. And that can act as a standing desk for the meantime. Um, a colleague of mine, the great, John Nichols, who's I know is a, a great fan of the podcast. He does this, so he's a, he's a news reader. Every after every news read, he does a lap around the office. What he a goes legend. out the out the back door, down the back steps, through the through the garage underneath, then back hey. up the steps and back to his desk. Every Take time. a leaf of Johnny's book. I think I need I think I need John to show me the path. <laughs> yeah. The well-worn path. Um, but like standing requires a little bit more effort than sitting, right? Like yeah, sitting, you're kind of like cupped over, you're plonked into this chair, into this really uncomfortable position. But standing, you have to like, you know, keep yourself braced and upright rather than slumping all your weight into the chair. So your joints and muscles are working harder to kind of maintain your posture. But, you know, throughout the day, choose to stand when waiting at the bus stop or give someone else your seat on the train or use that standing workstation or at the you know work meeting, stand at the back of the room for a bit. Everyone thinks I'm weird because I'm always standing at the back of the room, but I'd rather do that than just like plonk my back <laughs> into a really bad position. Um, I like this next one. You've got a nice little pun here that you've come up with, so I'll Honey. let you deliver it, even though I'm the pun king. Keep the house neat. <laughs> Try washing your, ha- your dishes by hand instead of putting them in the dishwasher, sweeping and vacuuming, hanging out the washing to dry, folding your laundry, spring cleaning, wiping down the kitchen benches and dining tables, washing windows, or volunteering to take the trash out. All for the sake of your health. This might be controversial, but you should be rinsing your dishes in the sink before you put them in the dishwasher. Yes. Like. (laughs) Who's not doing that? What kind of barbarian is doing that? You would be surprised. (laughs) 
You would be surprised. Uh, Who's so, just chucking him straight in there with spaghetti lift le- like leaking oh, on it? It's, I've, I've seen some pretty horrendous some, dishwasher yeah, behaviour in my time, but that's a key one. Um, if you're a bit of a, a neat freak like me, just wash them by <laughs> wash hand. Wash them by hand. Exactly Scrape right. them into the bin before you do so as well, Correct. you know what I mean? And then I've just got like another kind of point here. Like just think about how can I move my body more? Use a physio ball instead of a chair because you're kind of yeah. embracing your core and you're bouncing around. You can do squats, lunges, or even like a plank or two during ad breaks watching TV. Um, if you're traveling, like driving or on an airplane or bus, just try standing up every hour or so to kind of get the blood flowing again. Mm-hmm. Um, I like this one. Hang a pull-up bar in the doorway and just do one each time you walk underneath it or just like swing on it like a monkey. Just, yeah. <laughs> <woo, laughs> just yeah. get on, kick yourself little, through. Turn your house into a jungle gym. This is what I always do at the shops as well, but and <laughs> my fiance is always like, "Do you need help with that?" Because I'm just like struggling, but I'm carrying my groceries in a basket instead of a trolley. Yeah. And even if we're doing like a relatively big shop, like that that sucker is like overflowing. But think about the kind of muscular activation and strength mm. and lopsidedness that I need to like engage with yeah. just to hold this massive basket. Versus just doing a couple of zoomies on the trolley down online. Yeah, that's more my style. But also, <laughs> don't carry more than you can manage because. Oh yeah. <laughs> clean up aisle nine. That'll be me. Sweet chili sauce yeah, is falling everywhere. out. Yeah. God damn it! Uh, playing instruments, trading massages with your partner, um, and even just like cooking meals from scratch in the kitchen. Like, just think about how can I move my body just a little bit more. We just mentioned before, John goes for his walks uh, every sort of half hour-ish uh, mm. dur- during his shift. Well, like what are some other little little things that people can, can do at work and how do you sort of remember to do those? Yeah. All right. So I've got, I've got three tips for those, those office workers. Um, the first one is to set alarms in your phone for what I call movement snacks. So pretty much just setting little reminders. And it doesn't need to be like a full blaring alarm that's going wah, wah, but just like a little ding that goes off maybe every 45 minutes, 60 minutes. And it could be as simple as something like 20 squats or lap around the office or, you know, 10 lunges or standing stretches, just using your phone to your advantage because most of us have these things, but you can also set a, like reminders on your Outlook account or your Gmail account. So things to pop up on your screen. Um, you've even got like uh, screen timers. So to actually yeah. time your screen out every 45 minutes, just for a couple of minutes for you to go do one of those things, like yep. take a lap around the office or whatever it might be. Um, the next one is what I call... I've learned this from a guy named Ben Greenfield, who's like a health and wellness kind of entrepreneur, and he calls them pissy squats. <laughs> but essentially, before you eat your lunch, um, you want to head to the bathroom, and with the toilet lid down, keep keeping, squat until your bum touches the lid, and then stand back up. And okay. you just got to repeat that around 30 to 40 times. Right. So pissy because it's the toilet, but you're just doing like yeah, yeah. 30 or 40 little there's squats. No way, there's no way he's happening. No, no. <laughs> Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yes, I just not- wanted to make sure because you know it's not yeah, not while you're going to the toilet, but yeah. you just kind of use it to your advantage. Um it just gets the blood moving through the body, loosens up any like stiff muscles and joints, um, and actually helps you regulate any spike in blood sugar that you might incur from eating your lunch as well. And you can do this technique before your breakfast or dinner if it's gonna be a big meal um as well. And the last one is employing what we call isometric exercises. So Isometric exercise is just like muscle engagement without movement, kind of like squeezing your muscles for anywhere from five to 30 seconds. So think about like squeezing your palms together at chest height, kind of activating the chest. Um, You can push your hands against the insides and outsides of your knees, Um, extend your arms out in front of you and press against the wall, Uh, brace your abs, just like you're about to get punched in the stomach and just holding that for five to 30 seconds. 
um, squeezing your glutes, grabbing the sides of the chair and trying to lift yourself or pushing your forearms down to the top of the desk, like all of these things and just holding there for five to 30 seconds. So you're just activating your muscles a bit more often. Sounds like you can do most of those things sitting down. Yeah. Yeah. That's the beauty of neat. Like you just, you're just going about your day doing the things you'd normally do and just adding in sprinkling a little bit of movement seasoning throughout your day. You know what I'm Love saying? it. Again, you've <laughs> nailed it. It all <laughs> sounds very achievable. What have we, have we got some action steps to, to work on this week? So the very first week we added in that like 10 minute walk. So yeah. you were, you were hacking your day by yep. just taking an extra lap around the block or going a bit of a long way home. Most phones and they've got cool things like Apple watches and Fitbits and all that these days that can count your steps. So most people will be averaging probably like three to 5,000 steps. I actually do have some people that are racking up like 1,500 steps, which is like yeah. nothing. Some people are quite active in their jobs and they hit the 10,000 mark, or whatever it might be. There's no magic number, but what I want you to do is kind of see if you can even hack your phone to see how many steps you're doing each day or just guesstimate and just try to add on a couple more thousand. And it might sound like I'm like a couple thousand, like mm. what? Like it might sound like a lot, but it, it really isn't. Like another thousand steps is only 10 minutes of walking. Another 2,000 steps is only 20 minutes of walking. And like I say, you don't have to like go for a 20-minute walk by itself. Maybe you park a little bit further away from the shops. Maybe you take the stairs over the escalator. Maybe you take a lap around the office um, at the top of each hour. And yeah. that's your two, two to 3,000 right there. I actually don't even know how many steps I do a day. Yeah. I genuinely, I couldn't even guesstimate, yeah. which is funny. So maybe that's what I'll do this week. Something, something to look into. Keep your phone in your pocket yeah. for, the, for a whole day and do that over the course of three days and get a bit of an average. Um, otherwise... You can think about what your days probably look like. It's probably quite routine. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like it's probably quite the normal. So just thinking a little bit outside the box and saying, you know what, I'm already doing these things that I normally do. How can I increase my step count? I'm going to do um, a lap around the office at the top of each hour. I'm going to do an extra lap around the block when I go home or whatever it might mm. be. That's what I found was a good one in week one was uh, when nailing those, that extra 10 minute walk was just taking the long way home from the bus stop. Yeah. It was so easy. Yeah. So, and then chuck, so easy. chuck a podcast in or listen to a couple of your favorite songs before yep. you go home. Um, even after, a, you know, it's especially important after like a long day at work or one day that you're like really angry that something happened. It mm. helps you decompress before you kind of go back into your house yep. with your partner, your roommate or your family. Um, and then the second action step is just to set some movement snack reminders into your phone. So, some people like to do it every 45 to 60 minutes, but if you just want to go the easy route, you can do like three times in the day, just three different points, 20 squats, five push-ups, or 10 lunges, or just a lap around the office. Just yep. just try to hack your day for a little bit more movement. There's no magic numbers with all this sort of stuff, but is there a good is there a good number of movement snacks that say oh, I can chuck into my phone each day without overwhelming my little brain? Well, I think I think that's the key word what's going to overwhelm you is going to overwhelm, not going to overwhelm someone else. So yeah. someone who's quite physically active can probably do like 10 and they're really excited and they're motivated. Someone who doesn't have much capacity might only want to do one or two. Um, when it comes to steps, they like to throw around that round number of 10,000 steps a day is like perfect where there's nothing necessarily magical about that, but it is a nice high number to kind of aim for. Okay. Um, but yeah, just whatever you can kind of manage, anything that you're doing now, just a little bit more than that because it's more than you're doing Currently, yeah. 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 So you're just kind of building slowly, just like we've been doing over this first four to five weeks, just adding in a little bit more, changing a little bit here, a little bit there. It's that slow burn, baby. It's that slow burn, baby. All right, Goss. So before we wrap things up for a very neat and tidy episode five, uh, 
it's been fantastic to see people reaching out and, and show us different things and small things that they've been changing up in their lives. Yeah. And um, it's been really, really awesome to see. So keep reaching out and sending us all your all your fun little things that you're doing. Exercises, foods you're trying out, any of the Health Coach Christian recipes that you're giving a go. Like we like to hear about it all and see it all. And, you know, this week in particular, any videos or pictures of you playing with your pets or getting yeah. your neat percentage up, I cannot, um, send them through. I cannot stress this enough. I need at pets least a necessary. half a dozen dog videos, <laughs> please. <laughs> Just to get me through, all right. <laughs> you can reach us on Instagram at Busy Blokes Podcast, and we've got our email firing and all cylinders, Gosser, <laughs> at Busy Blokes Podcast at gmail.com. Radio, one golden, crispy little nuggy for of wisdom to, to head through this week as we try and make uh, this neat little neat <laughs> thing work. <laughs> I reckon my gold nuggy for this week is to, with most of the stuff that we're doing, like you kind of want to make it enjoyable, as mm. enjoyable as possible or, you know, as interesting as possible. So studies show that music enhances just about everything when you play your favorite tunes. So when you're cleaning the house, when you're doing the dishes, when you're gardening, when you're going for a walk, when you're doing any of these things, hanging out the washing, chuck some headphones in or play the UE boom and just get the just get the music, Some a few of your favorite songs, get them blasting. It's the whole point of this journey right is we're changing little things in our lives without giving up all those wonderful things that we enjoy yeah just you know working smarter not really harder yeah um so for me if i was you know just touching back on those workout um snacks movement snacks making sure those exercises or bits of movement are actually movements that i enjoy right yeah or ones that you know are going to really benefit you like if you if you know that you're like same with stretching, choose the stretches that you just know make you feel really good, like ones that really open up your back or your hips or whatever it might be. And these exercises, choose the ones that feel good um, and that you enjoy doing because don't get me wrong, you might have to work hard every now and then and it's it's part of the journey, like nothing um, good comes easy. Um, but for the most part, just try to make things as enjoyable poss- as possible and music's going to get you a lot of the way there. Favourite band, quickly, off the top of your head? No, oh, don't do this to me. <laughs> I was going to say Red Hot Chili Peppers and I don't even like Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> no, you can't I told you I was having more you leftover can't... chili for dinner. <laughs> you can't put me on the spot like that. Uh, no. Okay, I'll answer for you. Gang of you. So Gang went, of you. I went and saw them uh, in, in concert uh, on the weekend and it was absolutely phenomenal. So <laughs> I'll put a bit more of that in my ears as well as this yeah, wonderful nice. podcast as well. But um yeah, we've clearly lost a pot plot, so I can't even <laughs> speak anymore. Luckily, that's all we've got time for. So thanks again for listening to the Busy Blokes podcast, your one-stop shop for the best bang for your buck health hacks. Head out to our Instagram page at Busy Blokes Podcast for more tips and tricks to help you become healthier and happier. And you can find me on Instagram at Health Coach Christian if you have any questions or just want to share your stories. Email us at busyblokespodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on Insta. Thank you very much again to Damon Sutton for your audio wizardry behind the scenes. Really appreciate it, legend. Tune in next week as we tackle... (laughs) (laughs) We're getting sleepy. Getting (laughs) real deep in deep sleep. We'll see you then. Love you, Dad. Love you, Dad.